Hello there. This is Adam. <sighs> Turning in again for another instance of parking lot thoughts. So last time I explained a little bit about my son Zeke and his journey with leukemia and whatnot. So moving on, I guess it would be nice to uh, give a little bit more information. So not necessarily just about Zeke's stuff, but um, just the background of my family, or I guess the current ground of my family. Uh, so I have four kids, right? Four boys. They are ages 12, almost 13, uh, five, almost six, four and a half, and then just turned three. Again, as I said, all boys. So it is a bit of a crazy testosterone fest at my house regularly. I, I do feel so bad for my wife in that she has to deal with so many gross boys all the time. As you can imagine, boys being the aggressive aggressors that they are, it is sometimes a bit, and by a bit I mean a whole heck of a lot, uh, of a feeling of defeat when trying to parent them. While they do have their, you know, sensitive or nice or easygoing moments, for the most part, they are just about as rambunctious as you can imagine a group of boys being. So that makes parenting kind of um, alarming and just very difficult at times. And, you know, I'm not going to say that we've got it figured out because we certainly don't. I mean, visit my house any given day and you'll witness the fact that we we don't seem to have anything figured out insofar as our parenting goes. We have our moments of, you know, bliss and kind-hearted obedience, but <clears throat> goodness gracious is it few and far between, it seems. Now, we try to raise our kids in a house that believes in, you know, being kind and treating each other right. I mean, that's what the Bible teaches us. You know, treat others how you want to be treated. If someone slaps your cheeks, turn the other cheek. Um, love your neighbor as yourself, etc. These are all ideals that is taught to us from God himself. And these are things that we need to abide by and follow and then pass on to our kids. But when you have such a crazy group of kids, it isn't necessarily the easiest thing to do. As any parent can most likely attest to. Because parenting certainly is not easy. Um, and if anyone ever says it's easy, they're lying to you. Or they're maybe just the exception to the entire world's issue of having kids that are not exceptionally easy to parent. I mean, sure, some kids are easier than others. Even my own kids are sometimes not too bad and seemingly easy to parent. But 
when you get down to the nitty-gritty of things and the brass tacks of it all, parenting is hard, man. That's just all there is to it. It's very difficult. It's, um, it's dirty. It's rough. It's messy. It's ugly a lot of the time. Anyway, so... We've had a lot of issues with, you know, letting our anger or upset or frustration with disobedience get in the way and cause us to react instead of respond. It's important to differentiate between the two because reacting is often done in the heat of the moment when you're upset, when you're pissed off. You know, you say something or you do something that you probably shouldn't have done because it's simply a reaction to whatever happened. So we do our best to just respond, which is, you know, realize whatever happened. Yes, it's awful and we didn't like it, whether it's disobedience or whatever it might be. But then give it a minute and instead of reacting, we can respond to it. Hopefully in a way that is edifying and glorifying. Does it happen all the time? Not a chance in the world does it happen every time. Does it happen even half the time? Probably not. But I've established something in the last couple weeks or months or whatever that I feel is kind of just great. It seems to have been working so far. I'm sure other parents do this and have been doing it for decades, if not centuries, but I didn't do it too often. And so now I've started trying to do this weekly thing of basically family meetings or debriefings, if you will. Train's coming. That's what you hear in the background. It is, after all, parking lot thoughts. Anyway, so these family debriefings that I do weekly it's basically a time to experience humility and talk to the kids and talk with my wife and have us all converse about how we think the week went hey you know how do you think your obedience was this week do you think you had a good attitude this week Um, do you think that we were too mean or too harsh in the way that we parented you or disciplined you things like that and I've seen through doing that now a couple times that their attitudes change that they respond better that they kind of understand the severity of the way that the house is run the way that the family is supposed to be working and it has been I mean it hasn't been a total game changer life altering anything but it has made significant difference in how everything works in the family unit I hate that expression family unit by the way but it has there's definitely been a difference and it's been a difference in a good direction and so I think no matter how difficult parenting gets no matter how difficult having a big family gets 
it is so important to, you know, take that time out to stop and, you know, just talk. See how everything has gone for everybody. See what everyone thinks about attitudes and behaviors and just the family as a whole because then you can get an idea of where everybody is mentally emotionally physically so that you can either learn from it or you know if it was great keep doing that so that's kind of my thought on parenting and doing weekly debriefings with everybody just that you have an idea of what we're doing or attempting to do to keep the sanity in my house so that's that until next time thanks for listening